I'm very happy that Trump, you know, took in DeSantis and it's not his personality and it's kind of thing to do when he gets into a fight with someone. It's really hard to get good back on his good side, especially when this fight went on for so long. Um, and, but I think it's important for, for because he's going to have a challenging general election season coming up and he's going to need all the support from all the Republican voters because the Democratic voters really hate President Donald Trump. And I think that the fact that he didn't do any Republican primary debates really helped him out in, in terms of being able to after the candidates drop out, get them on his side because Donald Trump is a vicious debater. And if he would have debated face-to-face with Ron DeSantis, or even with Rebecca Ramaswamy, who was a big fan of his, he would have so insulted these candidates that they would feel, you know, personal hatred against him, kind of like what you're seeing with Ron DeSantis against Nikki Haley. There's something personal there because of the debates they had and the kind of names they called each other. And I think the fact that he didn't debate is helping him now um, in, in terms of getting people on his side. And I, if I could also just quickly make a comment about the, what's going on in the Democratic side of the yeah, aisle. Yeah, yeah. By, by um, the way, before yep. you move on, I think you just made a great point, Alex, too, about the fact that you're right, because it gets very personal when you're out there on the yep. stage and everybody's watching and you throw a barb and you and, you know, you got to respond to that barb for your own safety and your yep. own, uh, you know, self-confidence, if you will. The world's watching you. And you're right. He didn't kind of allow that moment to happen. And mm-hmm. they also, first of all, he didn't need to. Um, and in fact, he right. told us when he did the interview with me and John Katzmatidis, that's when he famously mm-hmm. said, no, I don't need to debate, you know, and I, and I actually look, it was obviously clearly a smart move. People know who he is. It's not like he needed right. to reintroduce himself to the world. People know who he is, know what he accomplished. Um, so I agree with you and you're right. It didn't allow that like moment for a really right. personal, uh, it kind of kept everybody at arm's length, but, and now, now yep. tell me what you think on the democratic front. Yeah. So now you got Joe Biden, 70% of Democrats don't want him to be the nominee and he's not in New Hampshire, but I think that I, I, I totally don't believe it's going to be Joe Biden who's the nominee because in the polls, you see Trump is going to beat him. Um, even if only by two points, if he beats him, they, they're going to replace him with somebody else. And I think somebody's coming out of the woods, and that is John Fetterman. Um, if you saw, he, he's kind of trying to be more moderate, and he's coming out against the how the border is open against Joe Biden, which I think is all phony and baloney. But the fact that he's coming out against the Biden administration tells me very possibly that what's going on over here is that the handlers of Joe Biden are saying we need somebody new that has doesn't have this terrible record that could maybe beat President Trump because he didn't destroy the country like Joe Biden. John Fetterman didn't as bad as a person he is. And they could control John Fetterman because he also has pretty much the same cognitive issues that Joe Biden has. And I'm thinking I'm not positive about this, but Maybe the reason why he's coming out now and going after the Biden administration is because he's setting himself up for a run and the handlers are allowing him to run against Joe Biden. That's an interesting point. You, you know what, um, Alex, first off, uh, I agree with you on the cognitive front. I mean, he almost yeah. makes he almost makes, um, you know, uh, Biden look like William Shakespeare. I mean, remember that yep, debate? Especially with the dressing. <laughs> oh, my God, with the dressing. Joe, can you imagine yeah. if he like if he if he were to like run or win or oh, my God. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's bad enough in Congress that he dresses that way, let alone, you know, if he was in the Oval Office. Oh, my gosh, you'd wear a hoodie in the Oval Office. I think there's something so <laughs> disrespectful. But uh, but, yeah. but, you know, Alex, I think you actually might be hitting something really 
interesting because suddenly um, John Fetterman seems to be like the voice of reason in the Democratic Party. He's been the right. one who's been coming out and supporting Israel big time. Remember when the protesters showed up in the Capitol? And he was mm-hmm. like, like all the, like everybody was sort of afraid to take them on. Fetterman walked by with a big Israeli flag. I mean, he's got pretty, uh, pretty gutsy. And then just recently he said, yeah, the border's a problem. The border's a major issue. I mean, he's actually been more stalwart to his credit. I never thought I'd be praising John Fetterman, but he seems to be, uh, like almost the lone wolf, you know, voice of reason in the party right now. And maybe that's what this is all about. They're like, we'll have a younger, uh, mental, uh, mentally disabled Biden. You know, maybe that's what this is. Boy, are we yep. in trouble about that? Would, can you, what do you think? Do you think Democrats would vote for him? I mean, I think if you look at the polls and Joe, Donald Trump is only against Joe Biden up with two points. Um, and I can understand it's because the hatred the Democratic voters have against President Trump. Um, and, and, Joe Biden destroyed the country. John Fetterman, who's a big mess of a person, but the fact is he didn't destroy the country, and Democrats hate President Trump. I think that if they could play the same basement strategy they played with Joe Biden, and they'll fake it out, just like Joe Biden was officially the unifier. Here, John Fetterman is so-called going to be the voice of reason. And they're going to play that game during the election. And they'll say things will be different under John Fetterman, and we're not going to have the threat of Donald Trump. We're not going to have the disastrous administration of Joe Biden. I'm scared about them being able to follow through with this. And that's why I didn't, I'd love Trump. I didn't want him to be the nominee just because of the risk factor of him losing the general election when they put somebody else, even someone like John Fetterman up against him in the general election.